Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 75 of the Talking With The Dad podcast this evening. This is going to be a very interesting show if you're in a very niche market. So we're not going to okay. quite, we're not going to start off with that right away. Uh, Steve, right. How was your day today, Stevie? You know what? My day was actually pretty shitty, bro. <laughs> really? <laughs> Walk me through it. What happened? So it was great. Woke up this morning, spent time with my family, and then I left for work. Okay. Everything was downhill after that. I have dealt with every abusive elderly person that lives in that town. And it was horrible. It was like one after another, like the walking dead. They came into the school demanding service. And I'm like, ma'am, you don't even have a service plan here. This is. <laughs> yeah, you have no educational plan here. <laughs> Woman. This, this, this is not Walmart. You, you're misunderstanding. <laughs> no, like, otherwise, than that, it's been great. You know, Okay. the town that, uh, that the school is in is probably going to get shut down. That's what it's looking yeah, like. Yeah, I would say I would say so. So it's gonna be good for you guys, I guess. You guys get another two week vacation, I assume. Um, uh you forget, sir. I didn't get a two week vacation last time. I I was there up until the the point that, until they closed the school down. And then you got two week of vacation, right? Uh, I got like six weeks. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but otherwise, otherwise man, I, it was I, only supposed to have good. two. Everything's good, man. You know, gonna get the monitor here pretty soon. My oh, son lost yeah. son lost a second tooth. Wow. He took it out himself like a little soldier. So I'm training savage. him up, bringing him up the right way. <laughs> you know, like yeah. he doesn't say things like my feelings or dad. I, you know, I need I, help. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to do this by myself. Um, <laughs> How about you? What'd you do today, man? Oof, you know, you know me. I went and got a buffalo chicken sandwich uh, at the stop of the bank. Uh, right, right, right. What were you doing there? I had the deposit money. I had a bu- I had a bunch of cash in my wallet that I just didn't fucking feel like being there anymore. Um, okay, just from various endeavors. Um, yeah, selling just, drugs will do that to you. No, nope. Never sold anything in my entire life. Um, and then uh, you got your car back. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did get my car back. It's uh, it's, I love driving my car. Uh, you know, trips that should take forty five minutes should be taking an hour and forty five minutes because I'm just driving around. It's great. <laughs> I genuinely like driving. I do. I really, really do. People see it as a chore, and I like. No. I legitimately, genuinely like driving. That's that's one thing I didn't get, man. When I was in LA, like other than driving the 405, the 118, and stuff like that, I really didn't enjoy driving. Like I would get off the 405, like around Santa Monica, mm-hmm. drive up the streets for a certain amount of time. Just it's yeah. relaxing, dude. It's relaxing. Yeah. So the way with LA, right? When I drove there, it's it's very interesting because it's like very grid, right? Everything is in a grid until you get outside of like on the north side of LA where Angeles Forest is. And then it's like mm-hmm. the best driving roads in the country. Oh, dude, when you're driving to Vegas, there's a certain point. Like, just once you get out of a certain point of uh, LA mm-hmm. and you're just you're legit on your way to Vegas, you can open it up to 75. Hell, no one's gonna stop you. Go 95 if you want to. They it's use that. Easy. I know exactly what road you're talking about. Um, yeah. They use that road for high speed testing for cars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now. There's a there's one way station where you got to be careful at. I always forget. No, where it's well, at. I mean, when I, well, the one I'm talking about, they shut the road down legally. They, you know, they buy a permit to shut the road down, and then they they do high speed testing. Um, there's a car recently. I forget the name of it. Um, that has been rumored to have broken the land speed record for a production car at 300 and something miles per hour, and oh. uh, they did testing on that road, but they never recorded it. They're just like, oh hey, yeah, we did it, and then um. Some guy was like, "All right, I'll shut the road down again, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be there to record it this time," and they haven't quite sent the response back yet. Completely off topic here. Uh, did you see? Is it the Virgin billionaire guy with the new bullet Branson? train? Have you, yeah, have you Richard seen the Branson? new bullet? No. Yeah, don't look it up now. It's just it's gonna consume your time because I could possibly have that information wrong. But uh, looks pretty amazing. If it was for Virgin, man. Uh, They've improved on the actual design from the bullet train in in Japan. If I'm gonna die anyway, um, it's gonna be this way. And the fact is, it's a two seat car means I could take Santana with me, which is perfect. <laughs> <Thank God. laughs> um, yeah, I'm not gonna look into this right now because the articles that I see are from August of this year. 
Um, yeah. How could you take the bullet train from Japan and improve it? Uh, so funny you should say that. <laughs> so when I was watching it on uh, Good Day America, didn't mean to plug them, but that's where I watched it on. They actually have streamlined it where you don't have to share the car with so many people, right? So this is supposed to be the next step in luxury traveling around not just America, but the world where you theoretically Zach and I can get into a car with each other going so many hundreds of miles an hour and not kill each other. And that's the experience right there. Just you and one person and it's faster and apparently it runs on less energy. Now, how do those things make sense? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, none of that makes sense, but this is what I'm saying. The bullet train in Japan yeah. is, on average, one second early. It has never been late in the entire time that it's ran. Listen, are you going to doubt the guy that came up to Virgin Megastore, came up with Correct. Virgin Airlines? Yes. Have you ever flown on Virgin Airlines? No, before? I hear it's really, really sick. <laughs> yeah, you don't know... <laughs> It's amazing. I sat by the bathroom and I, I've never felt more comfortable in my entire life than I did on this flight. It was absolutely amazing. I won't hear any of your nonsense when it comes to this topic. That man's a saint. All right. He was the only shark afterwards, obviously, to come in and do business with Ring. He's clearly a visionary. Sure. I I mean, nah, I mean, Richard Branson, he is what it is, right? I don't really care. I he's, mean, a, he's a crazy old dude that he's lost. crazy him. old man, man. You know, like, it's just absolutely insane. I, I, no, gotta, I have no interest. You got to do me one favor. When you grow old, man, will you promise to grow that type of haircut? Just what do is it, it? I don't, I don't, I. Look at his hair, man. It's the blowout of blowouts, man. Like, it's clearly the look of a swinger. This is a guy that's like, I'll marry him. <laughs> <laughs> Did you pull up his picture right away and see what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. That, I know he's what that Richard Branson looked like, but I couldn't put a haircut on him. <laughs> he's killing it. No, if you ever do find a footage, Joe, of uh, if it's him, I don't know which company it is, but their version of the bullet train, it looks pretty sick, dude. It looks pretty sick. Those things just never happen. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. Are you saying it's going to go the same way as the Japanese uh, earthquake-proof house? Yeah, I mean, we kind of have that unlocked, though, in the U.S. <laughs> Do we? Yeah, there's some technologies that, um, like, you counterweight a, a house. So, like, instead of a basement, there's a small counterweight under a house. And then if an earthquake hits, it shakes the opposite direction of, a, of an earthquake and keeps your house settled, yeah patent pending or is this something no, I'm pretty that's positive actually... it's a, if it's a in play in san francisco i believe man i want to go to san fran and get a cup of coffee man never had it never had it. it sounds like an awful experience with all the shit on the floor but no no meth it's meth on the floor no no no, no. san francisco there's human shit everywhere there's an app that tracks us you don't walk into it Did you know that no i thought that was a skid row in la thing man like actually no you no know? this is a san francisco thing <laughs> This is starting to get crazy, man. What are we talking about tonight, man? We just went down a very dark <laughs> hole. Right? What is the topic, So man? we're I talking about the CDL this evening. Um, <laughs> almost everyone has announced their rosters. Um, uh -huh. There's been some stuff going on. A lot of a lot of activity on Scum's Twitter um, okay. about some stuff. So we're going to go over it. Let's do the uh, – you want to do the drama first or do you want to do the – you want to go over the the rosters and um let's do the rosters first man because i want to get into the meat of it and then we can get into the drama all right um so the where we're sitting right now everyone has announced their roster other than florida and paris now okay i've heard rumors that paris was having a really really hard time getting a team together so you know it is what it is I don't know about, I don't know what's going on with Florida. I I just don't. I haven't heard any rumors coming out of that side of uh the CDL. Um as far as I know there's nothing going on and that's that's okay. an issue. So yeah, we're not sure. But Atlanta very strong team. I think it's it's pretty much the same team from last year uh, other than they added Arcities um which makes your team even stronger, right? I believe Arcities was on was on the Huntsman last year. Yep. Um so it's Simpa Beezy Celium Arcities. Um, they have, uh, I don't know who this guy is as a sibilance as a, uh, as a, as a substitute. Don't care. They have Crowder and RJ as, uh, as coaches. Now Crowder's a very good coach has been for a very, very long time. Um, 
that's a very on paper that is maybe the strongest team in the league on paper okay. they were very competitive last year it was it was always atlanta uh dallas chicago last year and i, I can imagine it's probably going to be very similar this year um but that's where that's where atlanta sits if you're an atlanta phase fan um you're happy right you're very very right. happy you, you've had a you didn't have to make any moves and you made a move that made an upgrade. So yeah, you know, Atlanta phase fantastic. I, I'm going to pick them in the top three. Um, then we're on to the, the Dallas empire again, a, a fantastic team. The only move that they made was to drop Clayster um, because it went from five V five to four V four. Now, admittedly, I probably would have taken Clayster over uh, Illy or hook, but Still very good team. So they have Shotzi, who was the MVP from last year, uh, Hook, Illy, and and uh, Crimsix, uh, and Rambo as the coach. Now, now you know you don't know who Rambo is, but Rambo is one of the OGs. Yeah. Um, he played on the team with uh, Big Timer and Merc and um, Scump at one point. Um, that was the team. Those four were the team for a long time. They were, it was the strongest team maybe ever uh, on paper. Um, so he's the coach. He was. Um, he was a level designer at um, at Sledgehammer Games for a while uh, after being a professional player, and he per- bowls professionally, golfs professionally, and is now a, a, a literally. I, I'm not kidding. I wish I was kidding on that. Yeah, and now is a uh, a coach for the Dallas Empire. Um, they're the champions. They think they can go back to back. I don't doubt them. Um, that is a dynasty level team, in my opinion. Um, probably. If they don't, if they don't have to make any moves, I would stick with that team until forever from now. Um, incredibly, incredibly strong team. Uh, Florida Mutineers. No, no one signed at this moment. No information whatsoever. So we're not sure what's going on there. Uh, it kind of sucks. London Royal Ravens is uh, Shawnee, Alex, Dylan, and Zero. Now on paper, this isn't a very, very strong team. A lot of younger guys. Um, I mean, the entire league is made up of younger guys, but. Uh, a lot of young guys, all EU, no American players on there, which usually is a bad sign because NA is usually the best. Um, but they performed really, really well last year, the Royal Ravens, and I expect them to perform well again this year. So I would take these guys inside the top six. I don't know if I'd put them in the top five, but I might give them number six. Um, LA Gorillas with Vivid, Apathy, Assault, and Silly. Now, admittedly, Apathy... Assault and Silly are all very, very good players. Very good. Um, they would be a star player on, on pretty much any team, in my opinion. Uh, I don't think this team works for that reason, pretty much. They all have, uh, you know, they're they're all their own very, very good players, and I don't know if they'll mesh well. But though, this is a pretty much a brand new team. The only player that they kept from last year is Vivid. Um, Apathy came from Seattle. Uh, assault came assault and silly came from rocker so they came from minnesota um i find that to be an interesting team to watch um they might get my potential uh like comeback kids or or like uh black horse of the the league this year the la gorillas i think that's going to be a decent team um okay but but i i really don't know how they're going to match i haven't seen them play together yet um la thieves obviously new entry into the cdl replacing the uh la optic the only thing that they have so far is uh, TJ Halley, Kenny, Slasher, and uh, Draza, but these guys are all there from last year. Uh, we're not exactly sure what this team is going to be, but I would expect TJ Halley and Kenny and probably even Slasher to be on that team. Um, we're not sure what their fourth is going to be at the moment. Um, okay. Probably going to be a very, very good team, I would think. Um, I don't think Nate Shot's going to put out a bad team. And if you have TJ Halley and Kenny at the at the helm, I think it'd be an incredibly good team. Um, those two are very very good and they play well together. Uh, so Rocker is attached. Major Maniac, Priesta, Accuracy. Priest is one of the most disgusting players in the league, if not potentially the best. Um, I might put him number two to Shotzi as as part of or as far as pure like raw like young up and coming talent. They're both like absolutely incredible. Uh, so. That team is going to be interesting only because they have Priesta. Okay. In in my opinion, Tatch is a very good player. I don't know who Major Maniac is, honestly. Um, I've watched a lot of Call of Duty and a lot of professional Call of Duty. He might have went under a different name at some point, so maybe that's why I'm, I don't understand who it is. But 
no clue. No clue. Um, and accuracy <laughs> is also also a very good player. Um, and they have Saint as a coach, and Saint is uh, is one of the greatest minds inside of uh, coaching, in my opinion. Uh, New York subliners and uh, us as uh, New York fans, obviously, um, this is such a disappointing team. With the signing of Clayster, it's still a fairly disappointing team. Clayster's, Clayster's one of the goats, right? Clayster's one of the best players in Call of Duty, has been has been a staple, has been a name inside of the Call of Duty scene since as far back as I can remember. Has always been that player. It's like, oh, we picked up Clayster and then won, it, won the next tournament, right? It's He's always that good and that influential. Um, but Zuma is, a, is an okay player. <clears throat> Mac is a an okay player and hydra i i don't know who that is so he's a french player um i i'm not sure who he is could be could be disgusting you know we're not sure a lot of these kids come uh come out of nowhere um envoy was a was a very good example he came out of nowhere and just came in and performed um i forget who it was that played for florida that um was a halo pro came in halo pro incredible and then went back to halo because he, he hated playing for florida um, I wish I remembered that. So, uh, Optic Chicago, obviously, it, it, that's my team. Um, that's, yeah. that's I've been an Optic fan for as long as I can remember. Scump, Formal, Envoy, Dashy, very, very good team, very, very good. Um, this is pretty much the Black Ops Four team, um, where they had Crim Six and TJ Halley on there instead of Envoy, and then obviously it was five v five, but. Envoy, I think it's probably a better fit for this team. I think it's a good. I think this team's gonna be incredible. They're in the top three for me. Um, Atlanta, Dallas, Chicago, all top three, top three contenders. Always will be. Paris Legion doesn't have a team. Uh, the Seattle Surge is Octane, Gunless, Pristini, and uh, Looney. On paper, and I'll say this again the same way I said this last year. Seattle is a very strong team. Seattle's right. an incredibly. They were they were an incredibly strong team on paper last year. And won like one game or something. They they didn't win. So we'll see how Seattle is. I think Seattle, along with the Royal Ravens, are the teams to watch to really see where they are. And I think those teams will push the pace of what the meta is in in this in this season. But I don't think Seattle will do well, even though on paper they should be a top five, a top four team. I would put Seattle as number four outside of the top three. Um I just I don't know what the fuck they're going to what they're going to do right and, and how they come off of last year and, and coming into the year and i think they're pretty much you know it, it's pretty much a brand new team octane is the only player that stays um toronto ultra we got cammy we got kleenex we got methods and we got bants i'm going to be real with you the stories i heard coming out of toronto from last year were how if you played for Toronto, they forced you to live in Toronto. Everyone else was like, okay, well, Ugh. you can live wherever you want. They forced you to live in Toronto. One guy had some family issues, had to leave, and they just they docked his pay for the time that he wasn't in Toronto. All the stuff that I've heard coming out of Toronto, and whether it's true or not, I'm not sure, because um, it's only here he said, he said, she said at this point. Um, if that's the case, I would not want to play for Toronto. I would rather absolutely not. I would rather be an analyst than play for Toronto. But methods is still up there. He's a he's a good character inside the scene, and and you, you like to see him succeed and do well. So um, I, I wish methods a lot of luck. But that team I think is going to be a bottom team, unfortunately. That's the rosters that we have so far. Um, okay. So we don't have Florida. We don't have Paris, and we don't have LA Thieves 100 confirmed yet. So that's where we sit. Um, now. A few staples missing, in my opinion. Okay. It's very sad. Karma, okay. obviously retired midway through last year, towards the end of last year. Um, Karma is one of the best players to ever live. You know, you could probably put him in any game, and, and that's the case in any game, essentially. Right. Um, he has won. He won the first two uh, opening tournaments uh, with just random pickup teams uh, for Black Ops so far. Um because, you know, when Black Ops launches, every one of the different teams throws a $25,000 tournament. And, um, you know, that that's kind of where they are. Car- Karma won the first two. They, actually, the third one was tonight. I didn't, I didn't get to lay eyes on it just yet. So we'll see. Karma might be going three for three. Um, is one of the most most talented players to, to ever ever play the game. 
and doesn't have a team this year is probably not going to compete. And, you know, I'm curious to see where that goes. Um, J cap also not in here was on the LA optic last year, semi unofficially, semi officially retired. Um, I think J cap is again, one of the best players to ever do it. It's been a staple and a name inside the, uh, the call of duty league for, I don't even know how long, it, it, literally as far back as I can remember. Um, J cap is another one of those. I think he might be a two time, three time champion, something like that. Like uh, Call of Duty World Champion, you know, there's only been six of them or something. You know, is there's been eight and he's won two of them. You know, okay. Um, I think both of them with with uh, Crim Six. So, yeah, very interesting. We're missing a few staples. Um, let me ask you a, a question: If this was basketball or any other organized sport, other organized sport, I would ask you: Have you heard anything about the LA Thieves? Like any? rumblings um, on who their picks might be anything like that at all come on you're a guy in the so know i know you've kenny, heard something. so kenny for sure will be will be one of their players um okay kenny technically was on loan from 100 thieves to the la optic when he was signed to la optic um okay kenny is one of those guys that nade shot really really likes really really wants on his teams going forward which i agree with kenny's a very very good a solid player to have in there um as far as that goes, no, there is no confirmations yet. I would think J Cap gets signed to that team in some facet, uh, whether it's a coaching role or a analyst role of some sort. Um, but no, I haven't heard anything out of that camp at all. And how is there a deadline on when you can have to declare your team? Like when you have to release the roster? Is there anything like that in play? There is, but I don't know the date. Okay, um, I, I don't know the date at the moment. Um. Yeah, I, I'm, not, this, I'm not sure. And this season's rolling out, so they're switching over to PC, correct? Correct. Like it's everyone... going to be on PC, but with controller. You can pick the controller okay. of your choice, but you have to be on a PC with a controller. I'm going to go fanboy on you here for a second. I think they need to run it back with Scump and Shroud, but I'm pretty sure the results might be the exact same way. Be right. Close. You're, you're looking at a lifeline Call of Duty player versus a Counter Strike player. I agree. I, uh -huh. I think I think Scump wins again. Yeah, as close, or do you think it'd be uh, the the no, margins probably, be a little bit Probably, yeah. I, it depends on how much Call of Duty Shroud's been playing, you know. Right. <laughs> and let's be fair, right? They were playing with celebrity counterparts as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you give Shroud like a uh, real partner, like let's get, let's give him Skadoodle, right? As mm -hmm. a as a player he's played with on Counter Strike and and such, and they they have very good chemistry. And you give Seth formal. Right. Then I think that it's a very, very close game. I think I think it's incredibly close because you're two of the best aimers in the world versus two of the two best uh, Call of Duty players in the world. Right. And I think that comes a long way. And I, I think it's a good game. I, I would watch it for sure. So what's the drama? Give it to me. We're going right into the drama. How many more roster questions? Got it. Um, what so, is the drama? So, so, so it's all coming out of scump. Scump's the only person talking about it. Scump is the only okay. person probably can afford to talk about it. Let's be fair. Um, okay. So tweeted out yesterday. Uh, I don't know what time. I don't, I don't have timestamps on. Um, I haven't spoken publicly about the. Hold on. I, I'm sorry. I, I fucking. I, I did my own words there. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not reading. I was. I was. <laughs> I was inflecting. You just went Fox <laughs> Journal. <laughs> okay. This is what he said. I haven't spoken of this publicly, really, but I was fined for playing Raid Shadow Legends during a sponsored stream. It was during the off-season as well, which makes it worse. My channels are my channels. I should be able to do as I please, but apparently he can't. So, so Scump got fined by the Call of Duty League commission for a sponsored stream after Modern Warfare Champs. That's where it starts. Um, the next tweet follows, this is a separate tweet, it's not in the same thread, I didn't read this thread. Um, the CDO also made us sign a player contract in front of them without allowing us to run it over by our lawyers at the player summit. It was a sign it now or you, or you just can't play at Minnesota type exchange. I'm going to get fined for this too, but letting you all know. Um, so basically, that's, this is the, this is the, um, this is the drama. Now, Crim6 responded with a very kind of cryptic tweet, but we figured it out very quickly. And by we, I mean me, because I'm the smartest person in the scene. Um, he tweeted 59 out of 60. Now, what does that mean, you might ask? I would 59 say... 59 players? 
out of 60 players saying that Scump is the one person that didn't sign the unionized contract. What they wanted to do is they wanted to get together and become a player union. Um, and Scump is the only person who withheld from that. So that's an issue. Now, further on down the line, Scump did say that he's ready to sign the, sign the, sign the contract to become a union, a players association, um, and had told someone that recently. He also said that he was given very little information about as to why he didn't sign it. Um, yeah. Also in here, so at one point, Black Ops 3 maybe, um, Scump and Censor had 1v1'd a number of times for, for some money, and then they, they, um, they at one point, I think three or four times, 1v1'd for whoever won, the other, the loser had to buy them Yeezys, right? And, you know, they're not, they're, they're expensive shoes, but like still, whatever, right? It's a, it's a bet, right? It's a bet. Yeezys make it an easy way to make a video out of it. Um, they were told that they couldn't do that either. So the players couldn't play against other players for money. Um, there's a lot of little iffy things going on. Um, it's. Uh, do you I, think the Do you think the NBA would say to say LeBron James and Steph Curry, you guys cannot play against each other in your off season for money? Now, the only way the NBA would actually say something like that is they televise the game. And somehow they televised it on one of their uh, their participants, like TNT, TBS, so or anywhere. With my issue is if if you think LeBron and, and his best friend in the NBA, I don't know who it is. We'll say Steph Curry for the ease of ease of conversation. Don't okay. every once in a while go say you want to play you want to play pickup hundred bucks. Like no, that's 100%. insane, right? That's insane. That that is literally fucking insane. Yeah, the only way they would get in trouble for that, I'm telling you, hands down. We're not even talking about their own uh, teams, right? Own management and dealing with that type of stuff is if they televised it. I don't even think they would get in trouble even then. I don't think like they would we, either. I don't think they would either because yeah, the yeah. NBA is like, wow, we're doing stuff in the off season now. Sick, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, but that happens, I'm sure, right? So yeah, there's a, there's a lot of issues going on here. Um, with the CDL, right. and no, this happened last year too. We talked, we spoke about this at length a little bit at one point. Um, the CDL is a little bit overbearing with how that they they treat their players, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Now, notoriously, they did this as well with the Overwatch League. So their players had a very similar contract that they had to sign. Um, there are stories of teams of, of players in the Overwatch League walking out of that signing without signing the contract. I, I, I haven't followed that, but I'm not a big Overwatch fan, so I, I don't know. I know the Call of Duty scene very, very well, though. Let's uh, Let me just break this down and just ask the questions, right? What does the CDL stand to lose from Scump and his boy playing private games and betting money on it? Like, there's got to be a negative somewhere. So if we're just assuming as... The casual person, what could be the negative in your mind? Nothing. There's nothing, right? So they were making videos on it, right? But this is this is yeah. how they make their money in the off season. Um, I don't see an issue with that, right? I I don't. I personally do not. The only thing that like if the CDO wants, like, okay, here's the thing, right? The CDO doesn't control their private channels. The CDO is right. the commission for. The, the league that they play in now if they say hey you know you can't promote pokerstars.com because your audience is between x and x age and it's not legal or healthy for them to know or understand or go about gambling right that's different in my opinion right, right, that's right. way different but if you're like bro like everyone plays 1v1s everyone has played wager 1v1s like it's a thing that, that in the call of duty community that you do um and it's down to its core it's a thing right like i i don't understand where the cdl can come in and say hey i'm gonna i'm gonna police what you can and can't do on your private channels See, now, private channel is an entirely different thing, but there are morality clauses in certain contracts and uh, organizations. Obviously, you won't ever see these type of things in boxing, but surprisingly enough, you will see it in the UFC. Yeah, uh, The UFC has one. I'm pretty sure that there are there's one in play with the NBA as well, but that's not what we're talking about here, right? So it wasn't like they were gambling and they were like, hey, we're going to go beat these hookers up afterwards and it's, we were going to make a night of it. <laughs> like, it's literally, it sounds like a 
I won't say that on there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a very so, bad time. I'll speak for Steve. Oh, horrible. Um, <laughs> I could see if somehow they were trying to make that argument, but they don't have the leg to stand on in that argument. The CDL being the they. So my private channel, which has no association with the league, off season, I'm playing against my buddy, and we're putting up not even a paper money bet. We're betting sneakers. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, like, it would be one thing if they're like, yo, a G on air, I will bet you a thousand dollars. Depending on what state they're in, that can still be considered illegal gambling. This is just an overbearing organization. And it reminds me of another overbearing organization, but I don't want to get uh, hit up by their lawyers. But you don't have to think too hard. We cover them quite often here on this show that does weird stuff like this. Like, this has nothing to do with you. Stay out of it. Now you're cutting into my money on top of everything else you put sure. players through. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It <laughs> the sponsor stream thing, I think, is even more egregious to me. And it was in right. the offseason, right? It was in, in between Modern Warfare 2019 champs and when Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War has come out. Scump right. did a, a sponsored stream for Raid Shadow Legends. Now, it's a mobile game. I get it. Not a huge fan. But they pay really, really well. Well, yeah, um, And... Scump was Scump got fined for it and he couldn't do it apparently. Now to me that doesn't make any sense. It's like if your guy can reach out into different markets and draw more eyes, then yeah. that's what you want them to do, right? You're not telling even the lowest tier NBA player, "Hey man, you can't go get a shoe sponsor. You have to wear your team's shoe." Right? They no, they 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 don't do that. Players can wear whatever shoe that they want at any given time if, you know, for making money, whatever. Yeah. There was a there was a thing that happened. I can't remember what year. I'd have to look it up for you where there was, you know, someone wore something outside of the Nike Reebok <laughs> thing and there was some situation. But you're 100% correct. Here's the problem, though, right, man? I, this is the part that's really getting me fired up right now. You want to be taken serious as a league and, you know what? I'm going to put my foot in my mouth in regards to the UFC, but you want to be taken serious as a sports organization, as a league, somewhere that's growing and you're going to have professionals come in and compete on a professional level. You can't deny them the opportunity to make money outside of this on their off time, right? No, are you following me? You can't. So if the teams are paying them, not the league, right? If the, the teams, teams are, are paying, the league is not paying anything. Then you're already you're already in breach. You would have to show me something in the contract. Now, this is something I do know about contracts when it comes to sports. The league would have had to have written something into the contract with the teams stating beforehand that they can't do these things. You can't find a person for something that's not in the rules or in some secondary contract that you have with, sure. with the actual team. So this is just more bullshit on top of the bullshit that you put everyone through last year. So you're going to put it on the, the developers, you're going to put it on the players, and then on top of that, now you're going to start fining the players. Sure. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And you only do this type of dickhead shit when you feel like you're the only game in town. Sure. And that's the thing that sucks about it. Be I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. I'm getting fired up. No, go, continue. Continue. <laughs> I have many thoughts about this, but I'm going to let you go first. But it does. It doesn't make sense, and this is the problem. It, 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 this is the problem with this type of league, right? <laughs> this is the problem where we're not even talking about what people are actually coming to see, right? Your game is trash. Your game has been trash for quite some time. So people are actually showing up to watch the players, mm -hmm. and that's the danger right there, right? That's the one thing no league wants to admit. Not the NFL, not the NBA, and most certainly not the NBL. <laughs> like they don't want to admit that people don't show up for the game. They show up to see the players playing the game, dude. And that's the bottom line. So what you're gonna find them every business venture. So what's next? If I get a sponsor, there's some new language in the rules this year that says I can't have outside sponsors. Sure. I have to have approved sponsors. There's another organization that did some dickhead shit like that, and it was called the Reebok deal. And yep. look at how that shit's going down in flames right now. I don't I don't get when they do this type of bullshit. So what, and here's where they got them by the balls. They can't even go to a Bellator. You understand what there I'm saying? There is no like, Bellator. Right. Yeah, they can't, even, they can't no, even go to a competing they, Activision franchise. swooped in and it is now everything, right? You know, they could have went back to MLG, but oh, wait, Activision bought MLG. Um, 
here's the issue, right? Yeah. Out of all of the people in the league, there yeah. is maybe one person that, in my opinion, is untouchable in the league, and that's Scump. Scump is one of the only players to have ever transitioned outside of the Call of Duty scene, right? Right. Six hasn't done it. Shotzi's will, will never do it. Hook won't do Whatever. None of these people will do it. Scump had transcended the Call of Duty League long before the Call of Duty League had ever been made. Right. Nate Shot was the only other player to do it. Um, there, There is no reason, especially for someone who brings in more eyes than any other player on the fucking roster... Right. Like, there is no reason to be doing this. There is no reason to be making Scump's life an issue. If Scump retires, the entire CDL viewership drops by 30%. And that is probably not far off from what would actually happen. Um, There is a reason why the meme, when does Optic play, is such a prevalent thing in the Call of Duty scene. Now it was it was when Wood Huntsman's play last year, but uh, when it was, when Scump was on Optic, it was always when is Optic play? When is Optic play? When is Optic play? Because they are the biggest draw within the Call of Duty League. Is the reason why they're the most subscribed YouTube channel in the Call of Duty League. They're the most followed Twitter Twitter page in the Call of Duty League, and no one else is fucking close, other than Hunter Thieves. But they're brand new and they came in with a big name. You know what this boils down to, I think, hypothetically, allegedly, when a player transcends the league, right? Sure. And it's really maybe like you just said, uh when he's the person that's drawing people into it, right? They always seem to any league, they always seem to want to put a handcuff on you where it's like, let me show you your place. But in actuality, you really need to let these guys kind of fly to right, quote Mark. Right, Mark because and the other guys let him fly like a peacock <laughs> you let him fly. Let him fly. Yeah. um if you let scump like let's be fair right and everyone has said it if when scump retires he will be a very successful streamer and he'll make more yeah. money streaming than he ever did playing professional call of duty but he's a competitor right and he's not ready to give it up yet and i totally respect that and for everyone that i've named so far uh crim six shotzi who i actually respect all of you guys all right i'm, I'm f- fans of most of you but you're just easy examples um so so i, I mean no ill will but uh dude in my opinion the league is so fucked on this they need to unionize skunk needs to get on board w- w- with a players union players association so they could they could you know bargain this and say, hey, listen, sure, during the season, you know, they can't do these sponsored streams for other games. That's fine. But during the off season from X date until X date, then that's you can do whatever the hell you want, right? Because the championship is over. We're not into the new game yet. We're not practicing. We're not doing this. We're not doing that for the new game. It's, it is your off season, right? right? From, I don't remember when Champs was, but until now, essentially, right, when the new game comes out, like, you should be able to do whatever you want, right? Yeah. There is no reason. During the season, I understand. Listen, I I don't want my my number one uh, player promoting another game um, while right. the season is going on because it also looks bad. If that if that team goes and loses that next weekend, it's like, oh, well, you know, he was playing this other game this entire time, so I guess he didn't get, get practicing, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. You saw that with Shroud when he was playing uh, Counter Strike professionally. People got pissed at him for playing uh, what is this freaking game? PUBG. Yep. Now that was just fans, though. Sure. You know, he's saying like it, it wasn't like a league penalty. But I, I there, get there is no there is no Counter Strike oh, yeah, one league. Right? There's a fifty of them. Um, yeah. I, the, yeah, this is a really really bad oversight from the Call of Duty League, and uh, I'm curious to see where they go, where they fix it. I'm sure he got fined multiple times for saying all this stuff. Um, he's also had a number of complaints as to why there's no ranked playlist in a Call of Duty when it releases, uh, as there should be. Um, every pro is complaining about skill-based matchmaking. Um, most of them at this point aren't even playing public matches anymore. They're only playing private scrims and private matches with friends. Um, so I... I get it. I get it because this is the same argument people make about private industry versus, you know, your constitutional rights, which is you are able to say anything you want in America, you know, freedom of speech. But when it comes to a privately owned business, you don't Activision have those. It's not privately owned. It's publicly traded. Publicly traded, but you fall under their criteria, right? You They could very well True. have 
they could very well have uh, terms in play where it's like you can't speak ill of the company. You can't say this about your manager. It's nonsense. But the problem is with this whole scenario it's is all nonsense. It's all nonsense, dude. It's the whole the problem with this scenario is that instead of spending so much time penalizing your players, right? How about you draw the fans back in? And I'm not dissing anyone that enjoys the games. I'm just talking to you as an outsider. And why not address the issues of the actual game first, right? Why not address the issue that your players bringing up? So if they're going to unionize, that's going to happen whether or not you allow it to happen. I mean, you can't penalize them for attempting it to, but if they push it through in the courts, the courts determine that there should be a union sure. based on your treatment of the players. Guess what's going to happen next? There's going to be obviously Activision will keep them tied up in litigation forever, but spend less time on that. That's why people are coming. You're not an established league where people are coming just for this. Dude. People are quite literally showing up to see the best play against the sure. best. And I know it's like, well, you no, you can't even make the comparison, right? It's just the truth. It's too organized. New. It's too new. If this is 30 years into the league. And it was in the Call of Duty League was an established name, and they had rotating rosters like with new up and coming talent. Yeah, yeah you can make that argument, but Scump is Scump is the, is is like one of their tent pole players, right? Like you you can't really you can't really look at that and go, you know, man, you know, we're gonna find him enough to where he 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 uh, in a tweet said that it was this was so bad for him that he considered retiring. Yeah, I don't blame him. If he retires, the, the Call of Duty League drops viewership. It'll go down a year in viewership and in a year or two where it should be doubling what it was last year. Well, see, most of the time, most of these public dis uh, outbursts, I'll call, let's say we use that word, right? Most of these, the time when people can uh, express these public concerns, players in these leagues, it's because they're not being heard by the actual league, exactly. right? It's exactly so like, what it is. So let's say I've sent you, Zach, you're the commissioner multiple emails through my my agent my agents reached out to you for sit downs it's like hey we need to address this other players are hitting you up and you keep shining everyone on guess what happens next motherfuckers start getting twitter fingers right because yeah. they feel like they're not being heard it's exactly this it's exactly only, what it is and they, this is the only way they they got to hit you where it hurts they're going to bring it to the public's attention and the only reason you're responding like this is because you're getting down votes on the actual game so I'm going to come to your defense right now, Zach, right? You've taken a lot of heat from people on Twitter that I swear to God, if I if they said half the stuff they said to you, to me in person, there would be a felony happening that day. You only talk that tough when you're on Twitter, not talking about you, talking about some of the people that responded I, well, to you. You're right, because I talk that tough in person, too. <laughs> me, and, me and Steve work together. I talk... As much shit as online as I do, I, I talk more. I play talk more shit in person. To be fair, listen. Video games are subjective to a certain point, right? But there are some objective failings in certain games. Like we can all objectively agree when there's a noticeable glitch in the game, right? We can all agree when the reality is that something doesn't play as well as it's supposed to. If you spent less time shitting on your players and you addressed their issues when they were brought to you in a prompt and fashionable manner, then guess what? They won't turn on you. It's the same thing with the UFC. We're not going there, but it's the exact same thing. Address the issue when it was brought to you, dude. So Scump leaves. Now you lose a viable commodity. He starts streaming full time. The, the most viable commodity. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. You lose that, right? Yeah. You lose that, and his career goes on. He becomes a martyr, which rightfully so. Now, in regards to organizing and union, most people don't join up the very first time, especially someone in Scump's situation. It's like, well, I got to weigh this out, man. I got to look at what you guys are. Because joining a union doesn't mean that I'm joining a better deal. I need to know what the union represents, right? I need to know what terms we're seeking. Am I in agreement with this? I don't want to be a scab, but we all got to be on the same page. I'm glad that he's going to fall in line with this because they do need to be represented outside of the scope of their agents. Like, there has to be things in play. I'm sorry, bro. I'm just This type of shit drives me nuts me because it's literally, it's literally someone in a boardroom somewhere who's completely disconnected, in my opinion, so, from the entire situation. To be fair, I didn't see this. Hitch responded. Uh, obviously, Hitch is a, is a staple within the Optic family. He's, he was their videographer for the Vision series and um, he's an overall cool guy. 
Uh, based on experience, the same people that hand out these bands are going to be bewildered when viewership drops 30% once you retire. You know, yep. I, I didn't read that beforehand. I pulled 30% out of my ass, when I, but I thought it was a good number. Me and Hitcher in agreeing, so we're, you know, we're, we're great people. Um, <laughs> You've been doing that a lot lately, pulling numbers out, and I'm just like, wait, is that, is that a real metric? It sounds, <laughs> it, they always sound very accurate, um, but it's it's definitely, definitely the truth, man. Um, I, I yeah. don't understand what's going on with the CDL. I, I don't know what they think when they're doing this stuff, man, but they're not. I, I don't they're, know. I don't know. Then they're, they're not thinking, bro. They're not thinking. What they're thinking about is, I mean, they are thinking, but they're not thinking in this and regarding this situation. They're like, we're protecting the brand of the game. That's the bottom line. They can't have dudes poo-pooing on the game. And I get where they're coming from to that extent where it's like, hey, this is the reason we're all gathered here. But the problem is, is it? Yeah. Is it really the reason we're all gathered here? <laughs> is it is it really the reason like would you not go watch your favorite players play another game if they said hey as competitive same group of people we're just not putting up with that shit think about it for a second i would jump ship in a second if every ufc fighter said we're going to bellator i wouldn't give two shits about it i'm like i'm going to watch the athletes right i'm gonna watch i'm gonna watch my favorite players fight if khabib goes hey i'm coming back but i signed a deal with the pfl I guess I'm watching. I'm gonna have to find a way to watch the PFL, right? Like, yeah. you know, if you know, it's all the same, right? You know, we're gonna make about a hundred different uh, references here that they're all gonna mean the same thing. Um, it's actually absurd what the CDL is trying to do, especially to the player that pulls in the most eyes. Man, I don't, I don't know if there's yeah. another player that has 2.1 million followers in this in the CDL. Um, I don't know who would be even be in second. I bet you it's not Crim Six. Um, yeah. I'm not sure who it is, but if I just click around to a bunch of other players, I bet you there there's no one at a million. Um, I, I, I you know, the, the CDL itself doesn't have that many followers. You know? <laughs> it's, it's true. It's I, I yeah. bet you scump has more followers than teams combined. You know, there's not like the Minnesota rocker good team. They played really, really well last year. They're, them combined don't have 2.1 million followers. It's just it's just how it is, right? He's that big. He is that big. This whole thing upsets me. It, it bothers me to no end as well. But, so when I... Alright, let me ask you a few questions that have nothing to do with Scump, just in regard to the CDL. So, <laughs> okay. Switching over to PC, that's going to be the new platform. Uh, that's what everyone's going to be using. Where is this? Where is it going to be hosted? Is it going back to YouTube? Yeah, that that's where it's going to be. You see, already I'm I'm just seeing the same mistakes. Like, no, I think what, being on YouTube is good. YouTube is good, but what are they going to do different in regards to promotion? I know this is a very like niche market. I think it was fairly like, successful last year. Do you think so? I would say that it's fair. I would say that it was fairly successful. Um, I, I thought for year one of a league. You got to remember, this isn't the the Optic versus Envy days, right? Yeah. This is different now. It's league format. It's on one place. So you weren't around in 2012 or whatever. So Call of Duty, the Call of Duty as an esport should be probably four times the size that it is. I think right. it was 2012. Everyone was streaming on Twitch. Fucking, you know, Nate Shots, the biggest thing on Twitch, 10, 12, 13,000 viewers on Twitch. Scumps, 7, 8, 9, 10,000, you know, whatever, right? Like, you know, everyone was enormous. And then MLG is like, hey, we have a streaming platform now. Would you like to sign exclusive? We'll, we'll pay you this much amount of money. And everyone signed exclusive to MLG.tv. And mm -hmm. viewership tanked worse than when everyone signed to Mixer. Right, Ooh. like Nate shot went from ten thousand viewers to five hundred or something on MLG TV. Like I remember going, "Oh, it's on MLG TV." Okay, well, I guess I'm not watching this year's of this year of COD because I like the website was so much worse than Twitch. Right, I was, right. Like, I was like, "All right, whatever, I'm out." And yeah, I mean, they ruined Nate shot has been Nate is on record apologizing for ruining the esports scene around COD because of signing that that deal. And talking it everyone sucks. else into signing it. It sucks. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. 
it sucks, man, because you know you're trying to make a a career of this for yourself, and you want to be able to make money. You want to be able to sustain yourself. So you take risky, you know, you make risky moves. But at the end of the day, man, uh, this is where it's got to grow or it's got to die type of scenario, right? So they're kind of die. It won't die. I think you you uh, woefully underestimate how big it actually is. I don't woefully underestimate. I just know that it's in a transition period, same as the UFC, where it's like it's either going to go beyond spike or it's not. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like I, I know it. where you have, I know I know where it's been, and I know how good it has been. But we're talking about can it be better than it was before, right? And I think one thing that's going to deter a lot of people, even if they you don't think so, I think watching people crap on the best players is going to make a lot of people think twice about it. Now, of course, you're going to have people who just want to who want to play, man, who want to be the seen as the best, and they're going to pursue their dreams. But it's always going to be in their minds like, hey, man, they treated quite possibly the GOAT like shit. They for did. State. Now, he is the GOAT. And <laughs> I, he hasn't won the most championships. That's fair. Um, right. But, you know, when you go to the Call of Duty uh, League YouTube channel, there's a yeah. reason Scump is, on, is in the headline. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. he's on he's on the little up upper bar. It's him and Crim Six because it's it's the best rivalry in esports at the moment. But there's a reason why Scump is up there because it, it's how important he is to it. Um, the it's, all, the uh, off season t- off season tournaments, the last two have done 160 thousand views apiece. They're off season tournaments and they're very very low value off season tournaments, uh, and they're still doing you know good views. So I think actually being on YouTube is very good. It's very, very good for them. Is Scump the steep A of the CDO? Scump's the John Jones of the CDO. Scump is the John Jones. Well, so you gotta you gotta remember, you gotta go back ten years of history for this. Okay, um, lay it out, lay it out. Scump probably has the, the best raw talent as a player. Um that is that has ever competed in, in professional call of duty. I, I would say um, I've, I've watched a lot of call of duty. I really, really have um, scum is probably the best raw talent. Um, I don't think he has the most championships. Crim six probably has the most championships like 37 or something, whatever it is. Um, but if you were, if, if I'm in a pressure situation and it's one V three, I probably choose scump 10 times out of 10 over crim six. Not because Crimson is a terrible player, but I've seen Scump perform in that a, a number of times, right? When it comes down to the line, down to the wire, down to that, you know, round eleven search and destroy, I, I have my money on Scump, and that's just how that's just how it is. Um, he is absolutely now Crimson is the DJ, uh, Clayster is the is the Khabib, right? Like these guys are all like up there as considered like the best of all time, but as as far as pure raw talent and the the best player we've ever seen on on a professional roster that is scump it, it definitely is who's the stipe the guy that oh man the issue is <laughs> the issue is with stipe stipe is not not it will never be considered the goat he might be the potentially the best heavyweight um of all time but he'll never be in the conversation for the absolute best of all time um let's give it to big t maybe the big timer Okay. 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 Now, now, now you're making a lot of sense, man. You're making a lot of sense. It, except for you. <laughs> this is, this is what needs to happen. We've, we've gotten today, according to Steve, uh, part of the, the show, man, uh, union, better contracts. Someone needs to crack open the books on the actual contract that the CDL has with the actual team owners because I I need to see something. I need to see something in paper, in writing, not you, Zach. I need to see something that says legally they can do this because if Scump just rolls over, and I'm not saying he's rolling over. I don't over, I'm think just, Scump has paid, the fi- paid a fine yet. I think the team okay. is picking it up. Um, I would say that uh, the uh, NRG is picking it up, in my opinion. Um Texas. They're like, come on, please, please stop, please stop. Tweeting. I don't know how much the fines are. No, um, I think uh, so. When Hex brought Scump on the podcast after he got yeah. fined the first or second time, he said, "Don't worry what you say. I'll pick up the fines." Like you know, Hex is that guy. Um, so <laughs> that's absolutely <sighs> no, amazing, man. I don't know, dude. It's such a fucky situation. So I did pick Minnesota. 
You did. And I looked at all of their uh, Twitter followings. Yeah, they're not even half of what Scump is combined. You know, Attach is the most at 400,000. And then it's 50,000, 86,000, and 62,000, right? Like, And I get it. It's a symbiotic relationship where, like, Scump is successful because of the game, and the game can be more successful because of Scump. But at the same time, it's at a place now with this market where if Scump decided to step away from the game, people enjoy his personality enough, according to me, where they would watch him play another game. I sat down and watched a two-hour stream. This is from, like, maybe a year or something ago of him playing Apex. So I just wanted to see how he did in other games. And I can tell you, I stopped paying attention to the gameplay. It was obviously front and center. He's murking people in the game. And I was yeah. like, oh, like, that's pretty good. But I started paying more and more attention to his personality because I'm like, oh, well, he's actually entertaining. He's funny. He, mm-hmm. he makes references that I get. You know, the whole you, you hate to see it thing. That's a that's a reference to a, a, a very famous sports commentator who says stuff. Who said it way too much. You hate to see that play, Bob. You just hate to see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he's, he's I, I think, he, holy shit, man. I wish we didn't talk about this shit. It's just, it doesn't make any sense, man. We, we're getting to a point where athletes or esports, <laughs> athletes or otherwise, <laughs> they're still living in the Jack Johnson days where greedy ass promoters and owners screw these dudes all. They screw them over bad. Did you watch boxing like I told you to the other night? No. I knew you would. Was it uh, Terrence Crawford, right? Fucking ended that dude in the fourth round. He did. That that guy should have never been in the ring with Terrence Crawford. That's a but good point. That's a good point. <laughs> the point is Bob Aaron is his promoter, right? Mm-hmm. And Bob Aaron is treating Crawford the same way he treated Floyd Mayweather in his earlier, back when he was pretty boy Floyd. This all ties into Scump, I promise you. Okay. Do you know what wound up happening with that? Floyd changed the game and just said, oh, well, maybe a promoter is an antiquated thing, or at least having and a he promoter. he started promoting his own own stuff, yeah. Yeah, and I just, I want more people to take that approach to their careers, man. And it's like, I know that Skump will make that transition, but I hope he stands up for the next group of people coming up behind him, dude. I think that's what the tweets were, right? He's trying, he's trying yeah. to do that. Skump's not long for this league. He's, he's come out and said that he has a year or two left. Um He's competed at the highest level since he was like 16 or whatever yeah. in Call of Duty, right? I don't. He's right. just older than me. I, he's probably 24, 25. Um, that's a long time for for uh, for an esports player. You know, they don't have long careers. Their careers are four to eight, four to six years. Um, right. And Scump probably could compete well well past that. Um, I, I dude, I just don't. I don't think the people running the CDL <laughs> understands the player base they don't understand the fan base and they definitely don't understand the commodity that they have in scump um the day that scump goes okay i'm done is it is literally the the viewership for the cdl will drop Um, yeah once he can go into full-time content creation and make more youtube videos and make you know more streams you know who cares right like this will all be this will all be by him but this is something. This is a bad precedent being set um, going forward for other players, and I hope that gets resolved quickly. Um, let's get into the next segment of this whole thing. I know you briefly said it, but I just want to get you on the record. Pick your shot. Who's taking it all this year? Just say it one more time so we have it on the record. Um, I don't have a hundred thieves official roster in front of me. I bet you they put up a very very competitive roster. Um. I bet you Dallas takes it again. I bet you, you Empire. So? Yeah, they have a very, very good team. Um, I don't like the drop of Clayster, and especially don't like it the way that they did it to a legend like Clayster. Uh, but I think their team is probably even stronger now than what it was. And I bet you that it's they're going to be hard to beat. That That's what it is. Do you think Chicago Optic gives them a run for their money like they did last time? Is it going to be yeah, as I know. I, th- I think the top three is going to be very competitive. The top okay. three are going to be Atlanta, Dallas, and Chicago, um, and I think that's a very, very competitive top three. And I, I think that that is going to be the top three for the next few years. But I think Dallas wins it again. Another question: I've always wanted to ask you this, but I always forget to ask. How does one go about recruiting new players for the CDL, like teams, individually? Like, where's the where's the um, pool? At? So there's an there's an amateur league associated okay. with the CDL. Um, and then also like 
these guys are running what they call uh, eights, where they get eight people in a lobby and they just like do pickup games. Um, okay. And if you know a guy who knows a guy, you can get into one of these lobbies. Uh, and if you're a good player, then you're on the radar of the players. So there's no like the coach isn't going out and going, hey, we should pick these players. It's the players because they play with these guys all the time. Right. So that that's where it comes from. Streams. Right. Like, I'm sure, you know, streaming now, if you're a very, very good player and you're doing scrims like as a streamer, then that helps. Right. You got to get your name out there, essentially. OK. OK. okay. It's hard. It's hard. So it's not like a, it's not like old school basketball. Some little old guy in a little jacket with a top hat, smoking a cigar, just wandering around basketball courts. No, no it's not it. like that at all. Um, <laughs> I don't think that guy was a, that guy wasn't a recruiter, Steve. I hope you say yeah, yeah. him. Um, well, he, I got in a van. I don't remember much. Right, there's no like college leagues, you know. Right, there's right, no right. college leagues yet, right? So many sports do you have that? Rocket League has that. Um, I think League of Legends and Counter-Strike uh, to some extent have that as well. But uh, as of right now, the Call of Duty stuff is pretty much just just is what it is at the moment. We can, we can get you trained up, man. We get you in there. We'll get you a couple of MMA fights first, right? See if I can make some money off of you that way. If that doesn't work out, <laughs> then we'll get you into the CDL. Something a little less low impact, right? Low impact. <laughs> but after getting strangled in a professional fight, you won't take any shit off of anyone. You don't take much <laughs> shit off of anyone now. But then it's like, well, what is this guy going to do to me, right? <laughs> You'll be beating nerds up all day long at the thing. Dude. Um, uh, I, who are they going to use for the announcers this year? I don't Maven and Merc and whatever the, the same crew was last year, I assume. Okay. How are they going to do it? Are they bubbling up? Doubt. I think it's online. Ooh. <laughs> I think it's online. <laughs> It'll be, be different with PC because they'll be able okay. to do dedicated servers. Um, but not much different. <laughs> <laughs> And Zach, what do you think about 60 frames per second on next gen console? I think it's ridiculous. I think they should go back to 30 where they belong. <laughs> Did you know that you uh, in case you have a PS5 or yeah, PS5 only actually. If you're wondering why your Cold War looks like it's a PS4 version, you have to click the three little dots that say Yeah, and change it to the PS5 <laughs> version, right? Yeah. dude here's the thing you said you were struggling not to buy the game today now what could possibly after all the venom vitriol all the things you said horrible about that game and my grandmother what would make you want to buy that game dude it's just it's just normalcy oh gotcha right i have it there's in 10 years this is the only game i haven't purchased you're going through withdrawals that's what we call that in the, in the industry you remember how i was saying i was looking for a mindless shooter yeah that's what call of duty is <laughs> you can play godfall it's pretty fun it's not a it's shooter. It's not a but... shooter. I just played <laughs> Divinity. You just walked through that game, by the way. How long? You guys started playing, like, how many weeks ago? Divinity? We played for 65 hours. What do you mean? It took what, us, it took us get... 65 hours to beat the game. Um, I feel like you guys just started playing that, man. October? How long were you get? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, maybe maybe before the September. Okay, okay. Not too but we played That's it, like, fun. a lot. We played 65 hours to beat the game. The last fight alone took us eight hours. That sounds amazing. It's hard. It's hard. Eight hours isn't like, okay, all right, we're starting the fight, and then eight hours later we finish the fight. No, it's like, oh, well, actually that guy hit Shane first, and we actually want him to hit the other character first, so we got to reset. And then it's like, oh, well, actually, first move should be not to fly away. It should be we got to damage this guy. It's, it's, I don't know. It's going to be boring for the show, but there's a new battlefield coming out pretty soon, huh? Next year, this time uh, next year. Yeah, you're screwed, man. Just buy the game. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I. I don't think I am. I don't think I am. Uh, I, I go back and forth on it about 138 times a day. Oh, no, no, we'll, we'll, we'll play. Uh, we'll play Destiny. We'll play that other game when it comes out. The one we always forget the name to, and uh... it's probably out already. <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to find it you'll have to find it um no, uh, well the workout comes out next week um so for the audio video uh live stream listeners here thanks guys everyone for for being here as always uh next monday there will be no official talking with a dad episode um we would be having episode 77 it will not be happening um what will we have instead of that, Zach? I will be live streaming my experiences with Shadowlands. 
Um, <laughs> I will be attempting server first uh, max level mage. Um, so be here for that. Uh, and then what, I'm going to be running through all of the dungeons as well. What time are you going on? Uh, so the game launches at 6. I'll probably be on screwing around by about 5.30. 5.30 p.m., correct? Yes, 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 yes. P.m., p.m. P.m. Eastern. That's, Eastern. that's 3 or 2.30 <laughs> for you West Coasters. Uh, can the people send you donations anywhere? Do you need hot dogs? No, don't chips? send Wait, me what? anything. Don't send you. Don't one send thing. me anything. Don't at all. Show up, <laughs> like the channel, like the like the stream, subscribe, do all that stuff, but don't come in here sending me <laughs> hot dogs. I, I will not be eating them. Folks, you can find us at IG talking with a dad, Facebook talking with a dad, website is talking with a dad, uh, anchor talking with a dad, all one word. Same thing for Spotify, Overcast, <laughs> Google Podcast. <laughs> All the cast. It gets long, dude. It's on your favorite <laughs> podcasting app. It's on your favorite social media application. But we are not on Podbean. Someone hit me up about that. You will not find us on there. I think it, if you search us through there, we don't come up sometimes or all the time. No, we do so come do, up on Podbean, but it's it's the old version of the show. The older, yeah, older yeah, episode. Get, get a better podcasting app. Get po get Podcast Addict. Get Spotify. I don't fucking know. Just just don't. And if just you get away from Podbean. Join the Discord. If you have topics you want us to talk about, hit us up in the Discord. We, you know, the chat's been jumping off in the Discord. Shout out to our contributors and our day ones. We really do appreciate you folks. And uh, make sure you tune in for the stream next week with Zach, Monday. All right? Tune in. I'll be here. Goodbye.